State Champs Nation, Lauren Plant here. Before we get to this podcast, I just wanted to bring you a quick programming note. The State Champs Sports Network is expanding our podcast programming. In order to make it easier for you to listen to the podcast you want to listen to, we wanted to break them all out. You can find each of our podcasts on your favorite podcast platform, from Apple and Google Podcasts to Spotify and so many more. If you're a State Champs super fan, you want to listen to them all, you don't have to to change a thing. We'll still be posting everything in this feed. Now, on with the podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome into the third official episode of the Michigan State Champs Poolside Podcast. I'm Sarah Davis here with my co-host, the swim coach at Bloomfield Hills High School, David Jolkevsky. Poolside is presented by Lawrence Technological University. Learn more about one of the top rated private universities in the Midwest, according to the U.S. News and World Report. Visit ltu.edu for more information. Poolside is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. This program will cover the girls' season and the boys' winter season, so check in every week for more. This week, we have two senior swimmers here to talk a little bit about their plans for the upcoming year, the impact of the last season being cut short, how their seasons have been going so far, and much, much more. So first, I'd like to take the time to introduce the two swimmers. We have a senior from Brother Rice, Elijah Venos, who's ranked 12th in the state of Michigan. He's committed to swim at the College of Denson. We also have a senior from Mercy, Sam Zelag, who is ranked 69th in the state of Michigan. So David, let's get right into it. The girls have a big event coming up. They've been preparing for the Oakland County Meet. This is more of David's field, so I'm going to kick these questions over to him. Absolutely. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're about three and a half to five weeks out from league meet, six weeks from state meet, which means it's that time of the year where we've got a lot of big invites. And with the uh, current situation around the world with COVID, some of those events have been uh, altered or cut completely. But one event that we got going tomorrow, big one for us, is the Oakland County Championships. So, Sam, why don't you talk to us a little bit about how you individually have been preparing and some stuff that your team has been doing to prepare. Yeah, so I know like getting back in the water has been a big thing. Like we were practicing outside for like the first half of our season. And once um, Gretchen kind of like gave us the go on opening up indoor pools, we were so excited to be back, like training at our home pool. So I feel like right now it was just kind of like getting back into the water, getting for the field of things because I know a lot of girls like me included like we hadn't been in the water for like three to six months like it was a big adjustment and I think we're just so excited to be getting after it suit up and like just seeing where everyone's at like in the water like and I think like being away from the pool kind of has like allowed us to like realize like how much of a passion that we like truly have for the sport it's awesome um so with you know, with that that slow start to the season, some of the uncertainty, what were some of the things you guys were doing as a program to, you know, stay excited and, and stay in shape and, and get ready to go? Exactly. So I know in the beginning of the season when we couldn't kind of like 
get together with the uh, the team. We would do team uh, drylands over Zoom. That was a big thing that we did. It was um, led by the captains. And we would uh, do a lot of that kind of stuff. Like we had a group me and just like little stuff that kind of like kept the team like cohesive, even if like we weren't necessarily in the pool. You know, we're getting ready. Some teams have got some different uh, approaches to those big meets. Um, what are you doing individually and, and what is uh, Coach Vino's been doing to get you guys ready for something? Yeah, so I feel like in the pool right now, we've been working a little more on the speed. Uh, I know the past couple of weeks we've been doing more like aerobic based training. But I feel like right now we're getting ready to swim fast. And I feel like the times are going to show this weekend. Awesome. Good, good. I know, I know we're really excited. How do you feel about the format? You want to talk a little bit about it uh, to everybody and, and how you feel going into eight different pools this weekend? Exactly. So I know we were actually talking about it at practice today, um, how some coaches and teams, like they're not happy about the format, how we're going to be split off. But like we kind of talked about it and we're like, that's an advantage that we already have because they're already thinking coming in with a negative attitude. And like, we know that like when we want to swim fast, we can swim fast. Whether we have eight teams on pool deck, four teams on pool deck, two teams on the pool deck, like we can swim fast, like when we need to swim fast. And like, he's like, doesn't matter if you have whatever a teammate next to you that's slow or fast, like you just get in there and race. That's great. That's great. You know, normally we'd be at Waterford Mott or we'd be at Lake Orion. We'd be shoulder to shoulder, 400 kids on deck, thousands of parents in the stands. What are you guys doing to prepare for kind of that a little bit of an emptiness tomorrow? What what are you going to do to get some of that energy and that adrenaline into the building? Exactly. So I know um, our parents are actually meeting up at a restaurant out in Birmingham and they're live streaming the meet. So we know that we have our team backed up with us and they're going to be live streaming the meet up there. And after the meet, we're all going to head over there for um, a team lunch. So I feel like that has really helped kind of with the cohesion and stuff, knowing that our parents are there, even if they're not there, like on the pool deck. Um, And I think like as a team, like it's been weird, like not having the spectators on the pool deck, but I feel like we've really gotten closer as a team, just pumping each other up and getting ready to swim fast. Terrific. So as we get through this weekend and and get ready for the end of the season, um, what else do you got going on in your, in in your senior season here? What, uh, what's happening for, you know, future plans. And and I know you've been on some recruiting trips and stuff. So why don't you share some of that with us? Yeah. So I, last weekend I was actually out in South Dakota. Um, I'd filled out a recruiting questionnaire like so long ago. Like I had even forgotten about, that I had even filled it out and I get an email from the coach and um, she was like, Hey Sam, like we like what we're seeing. Like, would you mind having a zoom? And I feel like this whole recruiting process, especially during COVID, like I have just like not been having the best of luck with coaches. Like they'll talk and then it'll kind of drop off. And like, I know that I was like, well, do I even want to swim in college? And I feel like, especially with COVID, like it helped for me to like realize how much of a passion that I have for swimming, like being told that I can't do something that I do like every day, six days a week. And then just like it being cut off like right away. So yeah. So I had the call with um, South Dakota and my mom was like, why don't we just go fly out there? The coach was like, yeah. Um, so we go out to the school and like South Dakota was never on my radar. Like you tell people about South Dakota and they're like, what's in South Dakota, like cornfields. But 
it was a great school, great facility. Um, they really put a lot of money into the pool and into the sports, uh, that they have over there. And I feel like, I don't know, it might be it. It might be it. Um, but I was super excited just to have that opportunity. And especially like with COVID, like obviously we're not able to go on officials, at least with the coaches that I've talked to. So it's kind of like, you really have to take the coach's word for like what they're saying about their teams. So I feel like that's a little bit of the risk that we're taking as like swimmers being recruited. Um, Cause we don't really get to like experience the team atmosphere, like in person, but it's an exciting time. And I think despite everything going on, I think it's a good, I don't know, good path to take. Like, I don't know, just college swimming and like, just, yeah, looking ahead, the structure that it like provides for um, student athletes. So that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to in the future. That's terrific. So I'm, I'm going to wrap it up with one other question for you, and then we're going we're gonna to move on. But what's one piece of advice as you're in the middle of your senior year that you would share with a freshman or maybe yourself four years ago? What, what would be that one thing that they need to know? Yeah. So I think one piece of advice I would say would be be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like I know like a lot of the girls, especially right now, it's October, we're getting tired and you know, the practices aren't getting any easier. So I feel like just knowing that you're going to have to come to practice tired, you're going to have to come to practice sore, but you have to want it more than the person like that you're racing against like in the end like it's going to come down to who has the grit who can get in the wall and if that means that your legs are burning or whatever during practice if that means that you can out touch the person next to you in the next meet like I feel like it's that makes it all worth it that's awesome and I know coaches got you guys ready to go I know it's gonna be exciting so I wish you the best of luck tomorrow and Sarah I'll throw it back to you All right. So a question for both of you that popped in my head as you were talking, Sam, um, you mentioned that you guys weren't able to be in the water for a few months. And I know that this is very rare. We talked with a couple athletes last week and they were saying how they basically swim year round. So this obviously had to have been a really big change. What was it like the first time that you were back in the water? And this is for you, Sam and Elijah. My first time back in the water was actually uh, a couple weeks before pools officially reopened. Um, My friend actually opened up his pool for everyone to swim in, in his his backyard. Um, Because me and my team, my my teammates were really excited to get back in. And everyone wanted to prepare, see where they were from coming directly from boys states four months later swimming again it was really interesting it was obviously no one was at their best shape but getting back in was really exciting yeah and kind of to add on to that so I had actually gotten a knee surgery done in February so I hadn't been in the pool since late February and the first time that I had gotten back in the pool was June So, and I was in the midst of like switching club teams and kind of like taking a break from that. And then with COVID and everything. So I feel like the first time I was back in the pool was at the pool that I lifeguard at. And it just like, so exciting, just like put on your cap and goggles again and like start smelling the chlorine. Like it was a great, I don't know. It was just so exciting. Like I'd never been so excited to put on a suit and goggles and caps and just get in the water and swim. Like 
Yeah. Um, and so before we get into our next topic, did you know that there are 32 $1,000 college scholarships the MHSAA hands out every year to scholar athletes? Listen to this to find out how you can apply. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA's Scholar Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. And so, Elijah, last season, just before States, your season was cut short due to COVID. How did this affect you? Ooh, um, we were actually on the car ride down to State Meet when everything got canceled. And I just remember being in that car, looking around and seeing how, like, absolutely defeated everyone looked. Everyone was so excited and ready to swim. My friends who were seniors who had just gotten their cuts first time that year were just devastated by it. And it's really been, it's really been difficult thinking back on that. It's been, I don't know how else to describe it than interesting. Everyone's just like, if we just had that last meet, everything would have been fine. But ever got, everything got canceled day before, so it's whatever. <laughs> And so what did you guys do as a team to stay connected during quarantine? Um, my, we didn't do a ton to stay super connected. We, uh, I know I talked to a bunch of my friends, but almost everyone was quarantining the entire time. I know we had one team Zoom meeting, but other than that, we really didn't talk a ton about it other than right after states. And this question goes for both of you too. Um, since you guys had a lot of time on your hands during quarantine, in what ways were you preparing for your upcoming season? Like in terms of staying in shape, conditioning, what were you guys doing? Um, yeah. I know my club team was doing like Zoom workouts where we would go on a run, do some moderate strength training. I didn't just, I haven't started lifting fully yet, but um, I know we're getting back into that as a high school team. But during quarantine, there wasn't a ton we could do to stay like fully in shape, just that workout. Yeah. And I know I was, um, I follow swim swam over on Instagram and they, uh, were posting like a workout every day. So I'd like keep up with those. And I was like, Oh, when's the next one going to come out? So those were like kind of fun to do, but like, it's not the same as like being with a team, obviously. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And so Elijah, you just, you've recently committed to swim in college. Um, what were some of the things that you were looking for in a school during your recruiting process? Uh, during the recruiting process, one thing just always stuck out to me. I always wanted to make sure wherever I was going to swim in college, because I knew I was going to swim in college. I just wanted to make sure the team was always fun, always having a good time, always bringing each other up instead of trying to compete with each other every single day. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just, if you're all competing and you're not having fun, then that's not, not a good time. 
Yeah, I totally understand. I play golf. And so it's also like individually, but it all comes together to be a team. And it's definitely better to compete like not against each other as a team and know that everybody on the team counts towards your team score, not a competition. Um, and so talking about your recruiting process, could you offer any tips to younger high school athletes that are just starting to get into this recruiting process or looking to? Um, I know one thing for sure. And you don't want to push it off. I remember I was pushing off the entire recruitment process until after states this past year and then when states didn't happen I kind of felt lost I didn't really know what to do um I thought that my times that I was going to go last year were going to get more uh in bigger schools talking to me um but since it never happened it never happened so there was nothing I could really do because I had pushed it off for so long you definitely want to talk to coaches first. You don't want to wait for someone to come to you about it. And so if you do wait, then you got to be lucky. Yeah. I remember learning that harsh reality that you have to reach out to the coaches. They don't typically reach out to you. Um, and so what with college on your brain, what do you plan to study in school? I don't really know yet. Um, I'm probably going to become a swim coach like my dad um, and my brother. And then I was thinking about doing something in psychology, but I don't really know yet. Okay. And Sam, do you have any idea what you're planning on studying? Yeah. So I'm actually planning right now to be a bio major, like something in the science field. I definitely want to take like the pre-med track of like, hopefully becoming a doctor one day, but that's all up in the air right now. And so question for both of you, what was the best advice that you've received in terms of swimming and who was it from? Um, I know for one that uh, a couple years ago, I really didn't have a good championship meet. So um, my parents helped me find a sports psychiatrist to help me out with my entire mentality. And the one thing that she told me that I've used not only in swimming, but like for everything else I do is that a way to keep your confidence and to keep yourself from getting nervous is just try feeling excited for it. Try looking at all the good things that are going to happen if you do well and just hold on to those. And you want to feel more excited than you are nervous. And if you get all those nervous bugs out of your system, then you'll realize that it's just your body preparing yourself to swim as fast as you possibly can. I think one of my like best pieces of advice actually came from my high school coach. And he always tells us, he's like, in the end, it's not going to matter about like the times that you went. Like no one's going to remember what you went in the hundred free, whatever at league senior year. Um, it's going to really come down to like the times that you had. So if you're so hung up on like winning or going best times or all of that, like you're totally going to miss out on all the other stuff, like going around, going on around you. And so Elijah, we already asked this question to Sam, but as a senior, what advice would you like to give to incoming or swimmers as you finish out your final season? Uh, the one piece of advice I would like to give is to, um, make sure that you're as close as you possibly can with the friends on your team. 
because they make life so much easier for you during season, no matter how hard things get, no matter how hard season or swim meets get, they're always got, they always have your back and they're always there making sure you're having a good time that you're not getting too down on yourself. I like that. And so David, do you have anything else for this week's episode? Just wanted to wish mercy and all the rest of the ladies out there in Oakland County. Good luck. And there's a few other, uh, some quad meets and some double duels going on. So best of luck to everybody around the state, Elijah, all the best to you this senior year. And both of you guys, you got great programs. You got great schools out there. I, I know the environment there is competitive, but also nurturing and, uh, they, they build great champions. So, but it's great to hear you guys. It's always wonderful to watch you perform, but, uh, great to hear some wonderful things from you today. So thank you. Yep. Very well said. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to the Michigan State Champs Poolside Podcast presented to you by Lawrence Tech and brought to you by the MHSAA. Thank you so much, Elijah and Sam, for joining us tonight. I'm Sarah Davis here with my co-host, David Jolkevsky. Thanks for listening.